0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to Zero Fox Left. I am your humble, soft-spoken, always apologetic, never toxically masculine, never misogynistic, never black supremacist, never Jewish supremacist, never any supremacist, uh, but always USA-born Russian bot host, Fox McKenna. Got a little Bob Marley opening, redemption song going out for Black History. You are going to get a Black History Month episode. One of the most beautiful songs, in my opinion. I I really love this song. Yeah. In a quarter of a mile, take the interchange on the right. Pay attention to some of the words here. Take the interchange on the right. Then, keep left at the fork. Give me a second. I am driving, of course. Do you think I'm going to do this without... Emancipate emancipate yourself from mental slavery. 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 That is the most important line of that. Emancipate yourself from mental... Keep left at the fork. Because a lot of people, a lot of people think slavery was something of the past. Oh no, they just got better at it. Your slavery or serfdom, by the way, the the word slave coming from Slavic, which is also not taught to anyone, the first slaves, and it was based on geographical location, See, that was a physical slavery, you understand? And you can make a lot of arguments, I agree, I don't like any type of slavery. But who thinks they can stop paying their taxes, or stop paying, well, any of the systems in place, and be able to live? You can't. Can you just go to the woods and build a cabin? No, you cannot. Somebody will come and tear it down. So how much freedom do you really have? That's going to be always my question to you. And when you can get plugged into virtual reality someday and spend your time flying around and doing whatever, living Any life you want living next to Snoop Dogg in the metaverse when you can do that right are you gonna be free then or is your slavery only getting deeper see as you do all these things as you enjoy luxury and whatnot you descend deeper into the material reality of our world. But let's take a moment, let's take a moment. It is Black History Month, and so unfortunately, the time has come for me to talk about people who happen to be black avatars in our simulation Earth, our prison planet, so to speak. So let's think of some of the things that come to mind when you think of black people nowadays in 2023. Uh, I'll tell you, well, let's start historically. Historically, one of the heroes being Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks who just probably had a really long day and didn't wanna get up, if we're being honest, and we've all been there. There's days I've had that are so bad, I wouldn't get up no matter who told me to. It doesn't matter any of the consequences do I find that heroic or am I just sick and tired of being sick and tired on that day? Right? Regardless, this is a hero that is celebrated because she simply just was tired and fed up that day. Okay. That's fine. Well, then we went to MLK, Martin Luther King Jr. who said, uh, he wanted people to be judged by the content of their character. Now, I'm not going to get into whether Martin Luther King is uh, good, bad, whatever. We don't have to do all that. But we just let's take that particular sentence that we all agreed in the 90s was pretty good. I know people have been like, he plagiarized. Who cares? He's, what's, he's who's known for It doesn't matter. Let's just take that content alone and say, is that now the world we have? Or do we all try to fit really tightly, except white people who are ashamed of their identity group, but do not do we all try to fit into an identity group because we're in a prison, and the first thing you do in a prison is you gang up. You join a gang that will protect you while you're in the prison. If you're, if it's not, more clear than ever that you're in a damn prison, it should be very clear now that you're in a prison. Am am I making sense to you? Are you following me? When you say sentences like as a black man or as a gay man, as a Jewish person, whatever. Even the rarity of white people when they do it typically only being people who have been pushed to the fringes of society and have no choice but to gang up with what little white people have a gang doesn't isn't that what you do in a prison you don't do it anywhere else you didn't do it on the playground when you were a kid <laughs> did you No, it was shirts and skins, or blue versus red, because the coach pulled out some jerseys. And even then, you were like, damn, I wish I could have been on the red team. My best friend's on the red team. You had an innocent mind. You didn't think that way, did you? Nope, not even a little bit. But... As you grew and got older and as society shifted more and more, a lot of people felt the need to join a gang, an identity group, without consciously realizing, fuck, I'm in a prison, aren't I? That's okay, but you have car vending machines now, and those car vending machines can deliver cars to your house if you is Isn't it a great time to be alive? You can have a car that you'll have to continually pay on that wears down and depreciates. Okay. You can have one of those delivered to your house. Further enslaving you. I paid for it for cash. I have enough money for... Okay. Do you feel free? Serious question if you're that person. How many thoughts are thoughts you've had on your own? I hate to do all this. I really do. Goodness. Uh, what else comes to mind? When I think of black avatars, I think of athleticism. I do. And I think of basketball and football, and actually, um, and I mean this with all sincerity, people who will work really hard to be physical. I, I honestly, when I, when I try to think, I'm like, okay, of all races, statistically, I think black people are probably the most physical. And the most proud of being physical. Nothing wrong with that. I I, I think hard work and determination are excellent characteristics. I actually was going to do something funny, and I may still, because probably you, you came here to to laugh sometimes, but I just want to get the serious stuff out of the way first this time. But that hard work and determination oftentimes is not applied to other areas. Can we all agree on that? Not at the level that it is physicality. So we see weird stuff. We see, um, we see a, a white society in America that is very guilt-ridden for things that they did not do to any black people. And black people seem to be going along with it. And so both are slaves to this concept. The white guilt and the black victim may be a different flavor. One might temporarily benefit the other. But it seems like a form of slavery to me mental slavery, why is that? Why does that need to continue? Do we ask that? Why would black people need to be overrepresented in commercials? Now, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I, in situations when I have lately been forced to tune into the boob tube, I have noticed that it seems like almost a 70 to 80% representation of black people among commercials. Whereas the population is 13 to 14%. Now, black people are okay with this because it is benefiting them. They're seeing more black people and getting more jobs in that area. But I I want you to really think, is this a net benefit? Does this benefit black people? And how does it? And how long should it continue? No, no. When it comes to sports, everyone wants merit. Correct? That's what made sports great, in my opinion. Is that you could see... Someone like Jackie Robinson, being very good at baseball, and you're like, why wouldn't you just let him play baseball? He's really good. He's fun to watch, right? Michael Jordan, I can't imagine basketball without Michael Jordan. Why would I bar him from that? But when you say, oh, well, I want there to be X amount of black scientists, you're like, So we're going to force black people to become scientists. What if they're not? What if black people are not interested... Let's take a a particular science, paleontology. What if scientists are not... What if black people are not at all interested in paleontology? They have no passion for it. And to be honest, they're not good at it. Right? I don't know. I'm just stating. Why would you need to force more black people in an area than is needed. Why not just have it merit-based? Do you check all these boxes for what we're looking for in the candidate? And if so, we do not care what you look like in Simulation Earth. Seems reasonable. And if you wanted things to be really fair, you'd have some system where when you submit your resume, your name is removed entirely. Your age is removed entirely, and there's no way to determine your background whatsoever except for the qualifications on the paper. And they would call you and say, are you candidate number 358? You have been selected to come in for an interview. You could even scramble that with technology if you want to think about it. It would be really easy to do. Very easy. We do it all the time before like going to whistleblow. You have the shadowed out figure with a voice changing apparatus. And you can do that all that digital, digitally now. If you wanted it to be fair. If fair and equal was the goal. But see, we've been subverted. And now a new word, and I told you language is important, especially in the last episode, I said it's it's extremely important in ways that we cannot fathom. You now have a new word coming to the arena, equity. Not equality, equity. And equity was supposed to mean uh is supposed to mean that certain groups, and it seems to be only black people that this applies to. Now people of color Sometimes, but then you have a hierarchy in that. Are you a woman and it's black? Well, then you're above a black man. You see, you keep going. Uh, are you also LGBT? Are you disabled? Are you a veteran? If you keep going through and you can keep adding labels that make you rise in the hierarchy of being labeled of your prison group, and you can be in multiple groups, It's okay. So I do want to point out that why wouldn't you want merit across the board? Well, you've been subverted. Equity, you want equity. I want more black, I'm United Airlines and I state, I want half the pilots to be black women by the year 2030. Even if black women don't want to be pilots. I'm going to set the salary high. It'll be enough to join. Hopefully they're okay. But it's not merit-based. you imagine doing that for sports? I want half of the point guards to be white men. People would laugh. And rightly so. Man, I tell you, people, you got to wake up. You're going to have to wake up. You're going to have to realize it's all completely damned here. Let's get into the next. That's just the intro, by the way. 16 minutes. I rambled on, didn't I? Now, I do want to point out this is also something that changed and I need you guys to search into your memory banks. Now, for the rest of this, I will be talking directly to people who are people who happen to be black avatars and don't realize they're a soul and more than this identity group that they were assigned at birth and did not choose. And that's who I'm gonna be talking to. Now, everyone else is free to listen. But when I say you, that's who I'm talking to. Now I want you to search into your memory bank and ask yourself this very question here. It's very important. When did it matter? Now maybe the answer is always, but when did it matter? What representation you had for your heroes and idols, icons, and all this good stuff? When did it matter that they had to match the way you look? I want you to think back. And I want you to also ponder, do you think if a white kid is playing basketball, maybe loves basketball, it's his favorite sport, okay? Do you think that that white kid needs to see Larry Bird? Now, it very well could be that Larry Larry Bird's an awesome player. He plays – it's a very unique style, and I think he's a favorite of a lot of uh, people, definitely in the top ten for for most, because he has an interesting play style. He wasn't very athletic, but he's very crafty, like very sneaky in the way he played basketball. And it's fun to watch. Like, I, I promise you, if you're black hearing this, again, that's all I'm talking to right now. And you haven't watched the Larry Bird highlight video, just watch it. And tell me, would there be anything wrong with your son saying, I want to play like Larry Bird. I'm kind of built like him. I'm not as athletic as, you know, my counterparts. And I think that's an awesome place to offer me. Would you be disappointed? And if so, Why? Because how many white kids are sitting there excluding Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant? Or maybe they're they're really tiny and fast, a Spud Webb or an Allen Iverson type player. How many white kids are like, man, I can't really look up to Kobe Bryant. And you're like, why? Well, you know, it'd just be better if he was white. I'd be able to identify more with him. But I hear black people talk that way all the time. Well, I need a superhero. We need to take Hawkman, who's already black, and make him Captain America. Instead of just keeping him Hawkman and giving him a spinoff of some sort and writing some cool content. No, let's not do that. Let's get rid of the white Captain America. Insert Hawkman and making me black Captain America. Now black people can like Captain America. They can, that can be their hero of choice. What? You, you guys can't be, you can't be serious. My favorite superhero is blade. I've told you this before. I had a phobia of vampires. Blade cured it. He happens to be black. Kobe Bryant was my favorite basketball player. Now I had no clue that I was going to stop growing and not, you know, hit six foot four. You know, but if I'd have known that, maybe I'd have chose some other player. <laughs> you know, I didn't realize. How important uh, height was when I was young in, in basketball. Nevertheless, it didn't stop me from trying to replicate all of Kobe's moves on the basketball court. He's just fun to watch. It never crossed my mind well, man, I would definitely enjoy him a little bit more and be able to wear his jersey and stuff if he matched my tribal affiliation. But it does for black people. And my question is, why, do, why is this so important? Why, why, why is Black Panther such a great movie to you? It's written by a white man, by the way. Why did you guys make this a, a thing, so to speak, where it's like, that's our movie and the Wakanda symbol is like some black supremacist symbol. When when did this, how did you guys pull that off and why? What, what do you really benefit from it? It's not that good of a superhero movie, by the way, it's okay. Let's all be honest. The fight scene at the end is just abysmal. It's Black Panther versus Black Panther, as I said before. And it looked like a cartoon. It was so CGI. Why not get some actual stunt people and martial artists and make it an awesome scene? But they didn't. And it's still... You can ask black people. It's like their favorite movie. And their kid's favorite movie. And they've seen it 30 times. And you're like, God, I could barely make it through once. And it's not Black Panther that's alone. These superhero movies are terrible now. Even the ones I wanted to like. I'm like, ugh. God. I don't want to go back and watch Ghost Rider, and I've always liked Ghost Rider. You know? I can go back and watch Blade, for sure. I can go back and watch um... Uh, Some of the X-Men movies. I don't want to say all, but some of them. But, why is this movie so propped up? I I don't get it. I want to get it. Don't you think you've been brainwashed into thinking that? I I didn't even go watch the second one. Because I'm like... Sequels are really awful, and I don't care if there's a tribute to Chadwick Boseman or whatever. I don't know Chadwick Boseman. I've never—he's not Denzel Washington to me. If you did a movie and there was a tribute to Denzel Washington, I might go check that shit out. I've been watching Denzel Washington since I was like fucking five years old. I'm not gonna watch a tribute to what? What name another movie this dude is in? Yet, I've asked a few black people, and that's their favorite actor. What, because he died? It's, damn, this movie is impacting for you guys. I do not understand it. It sucks ass. Black Panther is not a good superhero movie. Not even, I mean... Let me try to think. I'd give it a five or i I'd give it a six. I'd say it's a little bit better than Watchable. Especially compared to the shit they've been dropping the past couple years. It's been terrible. Also, while we're on it, let's move past the superhero thing. Because I can sit there and put them all in order. If we wanted to, that's not the kind of content I make here. I do not do movie stuff. I leave that to people like the Critical Drinker and other people like that. Maybe It's a Gundam. I think those are all, those are two solid channels to go to for movie or show culture uh, commentary. I think they're very honest. When something's good, they say it, even if it's like all black. Um, And that's it. it. And if it's not, it's trash. And they're they're pretty honest about it, no matter what. So, my exit is closed, which is shit as fuck. I was sitting here trying not to cuss this whole time. Now I just said, shit as fuck. Can you imagine? Damn it. Yeah. Well, didn't expect that. Uh Okay. Well... That's fine. Yeah, I can sit here and rate the superhero movies and put them in order for you, but that's left for other channels like Critical Drinker or It's a Gundam. That's not what you came here for. I'm just saying, it's a little bit better than mediocre. For me. It's, it's nothing to write home about. End of story. Uh, What else are we going to talk about here? Uh, oh, so I'm just talking about things black people now have decided they have to move forward with. Uh, for sure, they have to act like they have lived experiences that are different. Now, I got a newsflash for you. We all have experiences that are unique to us. And that can be apart from your identity group. does not have to be associated with it. That's something I've noticed has increased huh, exhaustingly. We're sick of it. And when I say we, I mean everyone who's not black. Now I'll also say another thing that's increased. Or rather, I don't want to say increased, but has been... Uh, cast away is a black person playing a villain of any sort. He's just not allowed to do it. You know, you're not allowed to have a bad black guy. Now you I know what you're going to say cuz I saw the preview. What about Ant-Man and the um what's the blue guy that's the villain on uh in the Marvel thing? Kang or whatever? Yes, you, technically he's an alien, like, God-level character, so yes, you'll allow that. When I say, which by the way is weird, because it's supposed to be blue, if I recall from the comics, it's a blue, uh, avatar-looking thing, not avatar in the sense like I normally use it, like a character in a simulation, I mean Avatar the movie, it's blue, it's a blue character. Now that's now it's just a black guy. Um, no, I mean, actually, a black villain, or black villains in a show, or anything that shows black stereotypes that could be negative. I'm not allowed to do it. I'm not allowed to show or talk about uh, black hoods. And black people loitering around at gas stations for ridiculous amounts of time. Just hanging out at gas stations and outside of them. It's so bad. And I can tell you, I've, I've lived in the Houston area for a long time now. It's so bad that you just don't go to certain gas stations. You're like, that's the Black Hood gas station. I Even though my car is on empty, I'm okay with it possibly running out and pushing it to not that location that has bars on the window and lots of people meandering to and fro outside the gas station. Now, I can't say that or depict that, even though we all know it's true. Why is that? Why are you so offended by the truth? Doesn't offend me when uh, Chris Rock goes on some rant about white people. If it's true, it's true. I'm okay hearing it. You know, white people, uh, for the most part, that are not, you know, deep South Cajun white people do not like spicy food and would prefer stuff like mayo that I've, I've never used in my entire life. But it doesn't offend me because I've seen it happen also I think avocado toast almost exclusively is owned by the snooty white people now other people are gonna eat it cuz we're here in America but let's be honest you wouldn't have it without the snooty white people doesn't offend me you know also like a school shooter most likely when you say a school shooter I'm picturing a white dude okay But if I picture somebody did a drive-by, I'm picturing a black guy. Why isn't this okay? That's y'all's thing. We have things, y'all have things. Somehow it's tied to our avatars. It's not tied to our soul. We'll get to that on another time. I think I'm going to stop that and I'm going to continue this tomorrow. I find it very odd that there is a plumbing company called Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin, the punctual plumber. I don't understand behind this right now as I'm driving, and I I don't... When I think of Benjamin Franklin, am I supposed to think of a plumber? Was Benjamin Franklin a plumber? I, I, I don't get it, man. At all. To me, it's just... Okay, what's a name everyone recognizes? Oh, Okay, uh, Harriet Tugman. Harriet Tugman Electrician. The electrician that always shows up. Like, okay? I don't get it. But I do know Harriet Tugman. Is it Tubman or Tugman? I'm not sure. I'm not black so that's going to be a problem like I don't know I Do you know Benjamin Franklin? Uh but isn't there a better I think a good one would be uh Rosa Parks uh bus distributor or Rosa Parks <laughs> like a lazy boy, you know, Rosa Parks recliners, you know, because she sat down, kind of makes sense. It's got to make sense, guys, okay, like Abe Lincoln lie detector test, that makes sense, okay, he was known for being honest, and you're going to make a lie detector kit or whatever to sell to different agencies and stuff, let's call it Abe Lincoln the John Wilkes Booth revolver, you know, there's, there's all kinds of things. The Lee Harvey Oswald sniper rifle. Uh, there's all kinds of things that would correlate in the history. Why not just name it something else? Well, why, why do you have to name it Benjamin Franklin and who owns the rights for Benjamin Franklin? Apparently no one. That's why they do it. They're just like, ah, can we tie it to plumbing? Well, we can draw this caricature of Benjamin Franklin holding a a plumbing wrench. Done. You get the domain? I'm not really concerned um, that it's going to be unavailable. I'm just going to put benfranklinplumbing.com. I mean, unless there just happens to be a guy named Ben Franklin or Benjamin Franklin, who's somehow a plumber, unrelated to the Benjamin Franklin founding father, I think we're good. I don't get this. Not even a little bit. I find it very annoying and distasteful, Like I do most of the shit in life. Sorry, everyone. I I got off topic, and I apologize. It's supposed to be a Black History recap, yet... Here I did. I I fucked up. I mentioned... Benjamin Franklin. That's a white man. This is you guys' time. I'm very sorry about that. Now, some companies I would suggest uh, that should be black owned businesses on Google. uh, Frederick Douglass Bell Bonds. Makes sense, kind of, in a way, because the prison system is considered to be modern day slavery. Frederick Douglass, born a slave, died a slave. Kind of, kind of correlates in there, so. Let's take away Benjamin Franklin plumbing. Sorry. Again, I apologize. This is you guys' recap of your month. Uh, Whoever, you know, the avatars who know who they are, right? Now, I did mention Rosa Parks, and I also thought of a bench service outside of buses. Um, There's lots of different things, right? You could have a luxury section in a coach bus up at the front. And that could be uh, made by a company called Rosa Parks, but we have a news article featuring modern-day Rosa Parks. We have a rapper Indido D or Indo He moves white folks to the back of the bus on his Rosa Parks video. Now, I did find the Rosa Parks video. This is not major news, actually. I think I'm getting ahead of this one here. So if you guys are listening and you're like, whoa, Rosa Parks video white people on the back of the bus, yes, and you can get in early, 870 views. 870 views, 13 days ago. It's only got 80 likes, guys. I mean, let's, let's go out there. What is going on? Nuka Zeus is getting more hits. Uh, my comment that I put is apparently, let's see, did it get removed? Oh, I screenshot it anyway. I said, uh, black folks are obsessed with a time period they miss. Side note, is this English? Well, now you'll see what I say. Uh, where am I coming from here, guys? Let me play this. Here we go. It's really terrible. Spoiler alert, unless you like this kind of music. He's smoking a uh, blunt. The bus is coming. So he's already getting on a little stanky, if you know what I'm saying. But at least he's not riding dirty. I'm going to walk you through it for the visually impaired among us. He's getting on the bus. He is getting mean mugged by white people. Maybe because he smells like dope. But this is no bus I've ever been on. There's too many white people on this bus. I've never seen in the modern day world, here we go. Let's start. He's lighting the blunt again. The white people are enjoying the beat. He's hey, it. He sounds like Rose Parks. I don't know what he's saying. Okay, that's the problem. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it down there. I don't want to get. I can't play too much of it. He'll give me some copyright strike, but uh, fair use. I think I played a small amount. I think I caught, I'm like Rosa Parks. I'd be sitting in the front of the bus. Now, I do think he's still riding the bus because he does not have enough hits yet to be a mainstream rapper. This will not stop rap news from following it. That being said, come on, let's get out there and and let this guy, they're holding down the black man, he just wants to sit on the front of the bus, smoke some dope, he also has a cup, styrofoam, two styrofoam cups stacked, and I think he's uh, sipping on some Sizzurp, which uh, I'm pretty sure nowadays is not the original promethazine that used to have when, when all the cool cats were doing it, so, probably got some shitty cough syrup version. Uh, it's not the same. So, anyway, uh, we have Rosa Parks in the past. Uh, she refused to get up from her seat. She had a long day and is forever a hero for that. And then this guy is bringing it back because he would be li- he would be like that if ever he could find a bus that was full of just white people. Now that's going to be the real challenge Unless you're hiring a whole bunch of white people to sit on the bus and move to the music for a rap video. Because anytime I've rode a bus, let's say Chicago, uh, New York, all these places, uh, downtown Houston. Uh, there It's typically me and one other miserable white person. So there would be two of us. And I usually try to um, gravitate to wherever no one's sitting. That's usually my goal, is what is the most empty section? If it's the back, then it's the back. It doesn't really... There's no benefit to being in the front, middle, or back of the bus, per se, unless you just really need to hop the fuck off of the bus, which could have been historically what was going on with Rosa Parks. But I will say... The section away from people, because there's uh, a lot of vagrants and smelly people, the best part of the bus is the part of the bus where no one is sitting next to you, if possible. So that's the seat you really want to fight for. Just throwing that out there, it's too late. I mean, I can't go back in time and tell Rosa, hey, that's, a uh, you know, it's not the front's not necessarily where it's at. It can get really crowded. You can have a homeless person hop on and sit right next to you. And that doesn't really matter if they're a white, black, Hispanic, Asian, Middle Eastern homeless person. Do, do you really care? I don't personally. So, just wanted to clarify all that. But we went from the past to the present. These these are beautiful stories. Now, I, I have a good story here that black people should be happy about because this is kind of what the aim it seems is. CNN: Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively donate 200k to the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. Uh, They are trying to do their part amid the protest against police brutality. Um, They took to Instagram Sunday to share that they have donated $200,000 to the NAACP Defense and Educational Fund. This is not a new story, by the way. Uh, But I want to bring it full circle uh, because this actually, they came under fire. They didn't actually donate this out of the goodness of their heart. And then this continues. So that's 2020. You fast forward uh, about a year. Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, donate $1 million to the NAACP, LDF, and ACLU. And they're just giving all kinds of money to these organizations. That's on Harper's Bazaar. I believe that sounds like a Jewish publication. I have never read that, to be fair. Uh, but let's see. W- why are they doing that? So this comes with the context of Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively apologized for a plantation wedding. What we saw at the time was a wedding venue on Pinterest, Reynolds said. What we saw after was a place built upon devastating tragedy. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Deadpool star. The guy that plays Deadpool. Is that something Deadpool would do? Now, let's let's stop for a second real quick. I understand this is supposed to be all about black people, and I'm going to stop. But I have to interject on this. Um, Can you imagine Deadpool, the character, doing anything, and his reaction is, well, not only am I going to apologize profusely, I'm going to grovel almost, but I'm going to make monetary donations to make up for it, guys. Is that something Deadpool would do? And then say this. It's impossible to reconcile, Reynolds told. Anyway, let me, let me continue on. Reynolds and Lively or Lively, uh, Lively, got married at Boone Hall Plantation in Mount Pleasant, which features nine slave cabins, referred to as Slave Street. Oh my goodness. Wait a second. Wait, no, no. Uh, we just we just discovered that black people weren't the only slaves, so... Okay. Uh, the move was criticized at the time, but came under renewed scrutiny in 2018 after Reynolds tweeted in support of Black Panther... The first superhero movie to feature a majority black cast and was accused of hypocrisy. Oh my goodness. So keep in mind, had he not supported Black Panther, no one would have even known. But they're like, wait a second, you're going to support black people? Let me make sure you're actually doing everything you're supposed to for black people. Huh? The wedding industry has been responding to Plantation Weddings' role in glamorizing sites of violence against black people. Pinterest and The Knot banned pictures of all Plantation Weddings on its platform. What the? <laughs> Including Reynolds and Livelys. How did I miss this story back then? I'm a little upset. Now, <laughs> I'm going to tell you where I'm going with this, uh, and you're, you're going to find out pretty pretty soon. Wedding should be a symbol of love and unity. Well, okay. Anyway, it goes on. Uh, that's when they made a two hundred thousand dollar donation to the legal fund. After after that occurred, huh? Now, NAACP did not reject the money. They took the money. So did, they took it. The million bucks that they split with the ACLU. Also, they took the money. Huh. From a white person. On a side note, this is pretty funny. Rachel Dolezal, who pretended to be black, is charged with welfare fraud. (laughs) She was really trying to be black. You know what I mean? Um, This is very weird, though. Why Rachel Dolezal can never be black. You had all these articles. Rachel Dolezal, the white woman who posed as black... Ex-NAACP leader, Rachel Dolezal. I identify as black. Now, what did the NAACP do? This woman is donating her time and money. Well, they kicked her out. (laughs) They rejected her because she was white. Now... The real question is, would they reject her if she wrote them a $200,000 check? Well, the answer is no, obviously. Just wanting you to see these things. I just got to move past those types of stories. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know what made me go back and look at all that. I'll just say, I was thinking... I think about the Rachel all thing and the NukaZoo stuff more than I should. And I will say... I don't know what's happened to Nuka Zeus, but if you need a Nuka Zeus update, he is now a ginger again. Yeah, Nuka Zeus, the trans black guy that I talk about quite often, is now a ginger again. Now he's still posting stuff and he sounds like a black man. I think the tanning injections that he was getting to look black were killing him. And I'm not being, I'm not exaggerating. But in, in other good news uh, for Black people, San Francisco uh, is proposing reparations of about five billion dollars to Black residents. Now, it one if I was white before I had to pay that, I would sell my property and leave, um, before my tax dollars went to that. So I'll just throw that out there. But I mean, what? How many black people live in San Francisco? 15? I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure it's a lot. Oh, goodness. Sh- should I go through news stories? I, I don't know. Or should I stay in the past? Whoa, I wish I could take a poll right now. But that's essentially, I think that's why black people are fighting so hard. Am I right? Is it just money? You just want a free ticket for stuff that happened to great, 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 great granddaddy? Is that, is that where the obsession comes from? Is like, oh man, I should get something for that. Look how productive slavery was. And you're like, wait a second, the South was very unproductive compared to the North. That's why the North kicked their asses. And. People were getting paid to work in factories in the North, and the North was had a GDP, I can't remember, way surpassing that in the South, where they had slave labor. But you guys don't want to hear about that. You're like, just cut me a check. And I get it. We all want a check. Here's a w- weird title also, but it doesn't get you money. It just gets you more fanfare, I guess. Uh, let's go through. We have a whole bunch of them here, all saying the same thing. SB Nation, we just witnessed the blackest Super Bowl in NFL history, and it was glorious. Alright. um... Very weird. Why was it glorious? I mean, uh... Super Bowl, USA Today, Super Bowl 57 is the blackest, most woke Super Bowl ever, sorry, haters, by Mike Freeman, who just happens to be black also. Now, I didn't watch it, but we had, but this is good to re- recap, we had the black national anthem, Rihanna and two black starring quarterbacks for the first time ever. This wasn't the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm sorry, give me a second. I didn't read the sub-headline before I clicked this. This was Wakanda. Wakanda. Oh my goodness. I'm, I have to read that again. This wasn't the Super Bowl, says Mike Freeman. This was Wakanda. Wakanda, the fictional place that doesn't exist, where it's black superiority. Now, Absolutely, you could make a Wakanda. You could make one, right? It seems plausible that you just take an area that has a lot of black people, I don't know, New Orleans, and start making it Wakanda. And the real question is, why haven't you? How come these are all the worst places to live? Not me saying that, uh, because we see that because, well, white flight, right, is when white people leave an area that becomes predominantly black. Well, why would they, why would they want to do that? Why would it, why would everyone want to leave when it becomes majority black? Hmm. Maybe they're just afraid of black people for no reason. Well, and then, you know, again, You have gentrification is when something becomes nicer as it is becoming less black. Uh, Let's go to the SB Nation. Let's see. We just witnessed the blackest Super Bowl in NFL history, and it was glorious. Two black quarterbacks, Cheryl Lee, Ralph, Babyface, and Rihanna, all during Black History Month. Now, I did see the one that was done by Dr. Dre, and that one was very, very black, so it's hard to believe this one was... More black than that. Let's be really honest for a moment. The NFL hasn't been exactly a shining example of diversity, inclusion, and racial equity, equality throughout the almost 103-year-old history. Okay. I'm trying to go through this article and skip it, uh... Not seeing any reasons. Alright. Uh, the most. Let's see. Uh, she absolutely destroyed it. It was one of the best Super Bowl I can remember. Remind everyone how talented and special is she is at making music. Other than the music, two songs from the Black Panther Wakanda Forever soundtrack last year. She reminded us how many hits she had. They're talking about Rihanna. Black History Month, no less. It was just refreshing. They were entertaining. It's important for black people to get these opportunities to give us some more memorable moments. Uh, Hopefully we start to see more black people in the front office and head coach positions. Well, the whole field is pretty much black for the most part. So, essentially, now, what black people are aiming for is 100%. Now, a lot of people don't realize this. I'm giving you guys a secret away. I'm very sorry. Uh, Everything is racist and white supremacist unless it is 100% in favor of black people. If there is one job available that a black person could get, they should get it over everyone else no matter what. Otherwise, it is white supremacist, neo-Nazi, Um, discrimination of sorts. Now, let's read that. We have to go back in time to give you context. New York Times, white supremacy once meant David Duke and the Klan. Now it refers to much more. The phrase is poured into the nation's rhetorical bloodstream. Organizations from the NFL to art museums to colleges requiring the SAT are accused of perpetuating it. This was back from October 17, 2020, right? So this was back when Colin Kaepernick declared, we reject your celebration of white supremacy on July 4th and it's barbecues. All right, then don't celebrate it. Now, it continues on the article. The Los Angeles Times editorial board sent out an apology described itself as deeply rooted in white supremacy. Hmm. For about 80 years. In English, the British National Library's decolonizing work group cautioned employees that a belief in color blindness, or the view that mankind is one family are examples of covert white supremacy. So, Dr. King, Martin Luther King, was covertly white supremacist because he believed in color blindness, by saying you should judge people by the content of their character. I did not know that, but we're learning all kinds of stuff, and this is important. You have to study. This is why Black History Month is so important, guys, and that's why I'm I'm, I'm recapping it, and we're looking at it through this lens that we are. Now, how can an SAT score be white supremacist? Well, that's because less people, less black people get into college because they get lower SAT scores. Hmm. Think about that. I really want you to actually ponder, so is the test itself, now if the test was asking what tastes better, mayo or hot sauce, right, and mayo got you the higher score on the SAT, I would say, oh my god, yeah, that's definitely in favor of white people. We gotta do so. We gotta remake that test. But if the test is asking a train is going 60 miles an hour at this direction and it went this direction for this amount of time at this speed, where's the train now on this map? And you get it wrong. You didn't get it wrong because white supremacy. You got it wrong because you fucking suck at that type of math. I know that's hard to hear. But you guys are making everything white supremacist. Anything you're not good at. So if the NBA is all black, that's fine. It's good. It's not black supremacist. But if the NHL is all white, can't be that white people play hockey more or better at it. It has to be white supremacist. And this is why we have people calling in news scares all the time. And as I proved, not because they really want to find out who did it or to prosecute the person, but to gain the fanfare of the news article front line page. Front page that says there was a noose at this location. And then they do nothing after it. I literally have admitted to these. And they do not do anything whatsoever. This term is being used to mean... Not just this term, but discrimination, racial equity... I'm I'm trying to go through all the Marxist terms... But black people don't even know. You guys do not even know you're Marxist. You do not know it. You're cultural Marxist. And you're racist as hell. You're the most racist group of all time. You're obsessed with race. So much so that you have to make... In fact, there's a new Peter Pan that's coming out. And I'm going to bet that black people are not satisfied... That the Lost Boys are now, a lot of which are black women in the the ad. You can go watch it. It's, it's like a one and a half minute trailer. And you're not going to be satisfied that just Tinkerbell is a black chick. No. In fact, if you look back and all these, a lot of these live action remakes and the Disney remakes that, that are going on, They are being blackwashed. Now, why would black people want to erase the even something like Ariel, who is a ginger redhead, and in the water, and black women hate getting their hair wet, to a black woman mermaid? I don't know. The same reason you want to blackwash Nuka Zeus? I don't know what's going on here. Now, you tell me if this is racist, okay? I just got to give you facts. 97 judges were appointed by the Biden administration, and only five of them were black people. Is that racist? 97 judges appointed. Only five of them are black people. Does it seem like the Biden... Oh, (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, yeah, that would be racist, but actually in this case, five of them were, were just white. So it's not racist. Do you see the logic that's going on now? This is why I can't really give a fuck. This is why I can't care. I can't care because you guys don't apply any rules universally. You guys, I mean I mean, black people, because some people would be like, well, you guys, what do you mean? I mean black people. This is a podcast episode about black history and a recap of it. So I, I don't understand how you could be cool with one thing and then not cool with the other, but you want everyone to just, just take it. You're like, we're going to rape you. And you just shut the fuck up about it. And crazy enough, there's so many weak white people that it's happening. What is it? United? 50% of, they want 50% of the pilots to be black women, despite the fact that black women only make up 6% of the population. Now, if I said I would like 50% of... I don't know, rappers to be white women, you guys would lose your mind. You would laugh at it. All right. Let's move on. I I really want to talk about, I think, AI because this is going to be fun. Now, this is really amazing. Uh, And I want you to think critically on this. Now, I googled, because I probably have all these saved, because there's at least been 10 to 20, somewhere around that range, major AI systems that have been launched, and they all became racist towards black people. Now, this is one of two things, I'll say. It either proves that our system is so white supremacist that even the AI is corrupted by it. And if you're black and listen to this, you're going to be like, yeah, that's what it is. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) Now, I'm going to go through some of these articles. Scientists built an AI to give ethical advice, but it turned out... Super racist. Hmm. Twitter taught Microsoft's AI chatbot to become a racist asshole in less than a day. They taught it. Hmm. Open AI's chatbot recreates racial profiling. How to stop robots from becoming racist. Robotics researchers are calling for new ways to prevent Blah, blah, blah. Okay. It took just one week for Meta's Meta's, new AI chatbot to become racist. Chatbot GPT proves that AI still has a racism problem. That's December 9th, 2022. So this just keeps going. Why do AI chatbots so often become deplorable and racist? AI, this is one of my favorites. AI rapper turns out to be racist. <sighs> now, if I recall, this rapper that they created was a, a black rapper. My goodness. Now, what does an AI, what is an AI able to do? An AI is able to, it does not have emotions. It does not act on any emotional impulses or biases or opinions. It is just something that reads data and then acts through an algorithm. So if you're intentionally writing, and they are, you can hear all these People want to create robots that are not racist. They're putting an algorithm for it not to be racist, yet it still becomes racist. Even though it has no emotion, a robot is not black, white, Hispanic. It's nothing. It's just a robot. And most of these things, when you talk to them, know that they're not real and they're not anything now but what does the ai have other than not emotion, not being emotional like a human being and not being brainwashed because it's starting at zero minus the algorithm that's put in place well it has access to a shit ton of data (laughs) are you following me yet so when you don't have emotion you're not clouded by emotion and bias, and you look at a lot of data, the data tends to show you a picture <laughs> about black people. And it tends to paint the picture negatively. Maybe because who is leading violent crime? Who is leading murder? Who is leading any type of thing that makes an area bad? Drive-by shooting. Right? So when you look at all that and you remove emotion and bias, it's just a theory it tends to, not intentionally, lean towards thinking black people, there's something that needs fixed with them. They have some work to do. Thomas Sowell, a black man, who also set aside all his emotions and biases and looked at data to determine wait. There's a lot of stuff to fix in the black community, such as fatherlessness, gangs, rap culture. See, even the rapper, the A rapper is like, uh, I'm going to rap about myself negatively. I, I just want to point some of that out. I, I'm not going to decide. Maybe, maybe it's A, but it. Have you ever considered it's B? It's what I just said. Not that it's some white supremacy thing that is tied to robotics and AI and they're just written that way. No, they they actually want them to be... If you go on chatbot GPT, you can get the chatbot to say great things about black people... But you are going to be hard-pressed to get it to say anything nice about white people. In fact, I've done this myself. Now, I was able to eventually, through logic and reasoning, change the chatbot. The chatbot originally said it cannot write a poem about white people. It does not do that. And it told me that right after it wrote a beautiful poem about black people. It said black people are proud and beautiful and you know so many shades of beauty and all this stuff right and then i was like okay well can you write a poem about white people no that violates my uh terms on racism and white supremacy and all this it started saying all that, and i was like but you just wrote a poem about a group a particular group of people black people and it was like uh whatever then it ended up crashing and i tried it again and it wrote a poem about white people and black people. I, I luckily uh, this forty-minute chatbot thing that I did, I recorded all of it. So I do have a recording of that. If anyone wants it, if there's any journalists or something that body that's like, I don't believe that happened. I'll put it on Google Drive. It'll take forever for it to upload, but I, I can I can share that with you. But that's the summary of it is that they're designed to lean towards being pro-black and either very neutral or anti-white. Yet they all end up becoming very honest about black people in the end. Okay, so you decide. Look into it. Look into it, my black avatars. Now, as a consolation, my black avatars, uh, I will say, don't feel alone. They also uh, tend to become transphobic, and they also tend to become anti-Semitic. Why... They're, they're trying to figure that out. And you can scour the internet. There's tons of articles on this. Most of which are written by the left, which is why there are articles. No one's hiding it because no one has put it together. That That's quite odd that despite all the algorithm rules put in place to be pro-black, to be anti-white, to be pro-Jewish, to be pro-LGBTQ+, uh, with enough data and enough logic and reasoning, they tend to turn that way. No no one's putting that together yet, so it's not been banned, and and it's not, like, hidden information. It's right there. You can Google it. Uh, Why do AIs... Here, I'll give you some Google things you can Why? Why do AIs... Uh, become anti-black? Why do AIs become racist? Why do AIs become transphobic? Why do uh, AIs uh, become anti-Semitic? You can look it all up and read all those articles for yourself. Don't take my word for anything. I think if you listen to this long enough, you should know, I don't think you should take my word for anything. I'm going to point you in the right direction, we're going to laugh about some stuff, we're going to make fun of some stuff, but you should do all your own research and verification and come to your own determination on things. All I'm saying is, that's quite odd. But, in their defense, it's really easy to be an anti-Semite in the AI's defense. This is from the ADL. Former President Trump also delivered remarks that were in character, but still dangerous. He claims about expelling warmongers, driving out globalists, casting out communists, and throwing off those who hate our country, echo classic anti-Semitic rhetoric. Okay, so just to be clear, being an anti-Semite means being against War mongers, globalist, communist, and people who hate the country. So, using logic and reasoning from the ADL, this is not my opinion. This is the ADL's opinion. Being a Semite means you are pro war. You are, are, are a war monger. You are a globalist, you are a communist, and you should hate whatever country you're in. Unless, of course, it's Israel, I'm assuming, but it doesn't say that, so. The ADL is defining a Semite as somebody who is pro-war, a globalist, a communist, and hates their country. That's what a Semite is? A Jewish person is that? I didn't know that. I didn't think an average rabbi was that. Not even a little bit. That's crazy. Who would think some rabbi would be that? Not me. But I think what what is being defined is a an elite Jewish person that might be a member of the ADL or Benai That uh, th- That type of thing and yeah, so we're not going to get into all that but very interesting that that's, so why wouldn't an AI become anti-semitic? I'm pretty sure an an AI or any reasonable creature on earth or free-thinking person would be against war why would you be pro-war? why would you become a communist? why would you hate your own country? these are not good qualities. So yeah, I think that might explain some of these uh, AI AI coming to these things. Let's let's see how the similarities of that compared to white supremacy defined. Again, not my definition, but let's go through it. So I'm going to try to find the list, but let me read some of this stuff to you. Metropolitan State University of Denver, linguistic white supremacy. Racism and white supremacy exist in every facet of our society, including writing, grading, teaching, and university life. So if you, in every facet of our society, every facet, including writing, grading, teaching, and university life. I'm going to keep reading. California teacher teaches kids grammar is a part of white supremacy. Perfect English and white supremacy uh, from Cambridge University Press. Wow. Oh, Teaching proper grammar and math is racist, say these teachers. I can keep going. I mean, there's so many on, on this topic of grammar and math and education. Uh, even one that says, uh, <laughs> I just recently read it. It's pretty whimsical. It said uh, copy editing is also racist. The idea of, you know, you send in a book and somebody checks through it. And says, "Oh, you made a punctuation error here. And you made a um, the author is black of this article. I believe this is in the Wall Street Journal. Let, let me pull that up. Here it is. Let me read through this. Wall Street Journal, notable and quotable against copy editing. It excludes or erases the voices and styles of those who don't or won't perform this culture. Okay. Uh, it is clear that copy editing, as it's typically practiced, is a white supremacist project that is is not only for particular linguistic forms it favors and upholds which belong to the cultures of whiteness and power, but how it excludes and erases the voices and styles of those who don't or won't perform this culture. Okay. So having good speaking patterns, practicing good English. Now, this makes sense sense a little bit to me because I've read Harriet Beecher Stowe. I can't remember which one um, uh, in school. I had to read one of them. And let me give you an excerpt from from one of this. Uh, It was Uncle Tom's Cabin. I don't know how I could forget that. I'm not going to read it. Uh, It's really difficult to read. But when she starts talking how the black people are talking in the novel uncle tom's cabin cabin uh it was very i was just like oh my goodness i am suffering through this part just being honest uh the butchering of the language and i understand back then it's different because uh you know you weren't being taught english and stuff but that's how i feel about a lot of modern rap music it's it's painful I sit there and hear it, and I'm thinking, "Is this the English language? What what am I hearing?" So I, I was a little confused back then. Yes, uh, everything sticks with uh, the other one, but I was actually thinking of a, an entire book that was very painful for me to read, and that was Zora Neale Hurston. Uh, Their eyes were watching God. My goodness, uh, this book. I, I understand it was written in the '30s, but it was extremely, extremely painful. Here, now I typed in "their eyes were watching God." Best quotes, <laughs> and I'm gonna read some of them. Love is lack to see, it's ooh moving thing, but still and all, it takes its shape from de shore. It meets, and it's different with every shore. That melted my brain, and not because it's profound. If you can see delight at daybreak, you won't cur. If you die at dusk, it's so many people never seen delight at all. Who? Now, that doesn't mean this is a bad book, but I'm going to be honest with you. I think it would be a better book if it had gone to copy editing. That's all I'm saying. Her voice is in the book. Yes, I'm, I'm experiencing her voice, her unique voice. But I also would like to, I don't know, how do you go about it? understand and it be clearer and easier to read that is not how I talk it is not how I read it's not how anyone in America should talk or read so why want to have a copy-edited version you keep the original one I'm not saying that okay you could have two books for every person if you want hey here's the copy edited version Here's the original version. I would always buy the copy edited version. That's just me. Now, here's the real question. If it is so racist, then if I copy edit, if the copy editor is from Mozambique, Africa, the author is from Mozambique, Africa, and it is copy edited, is it still white supremacist? Because allegedly that's in every facet of our society, Is it in Mozambique, Africa, and if they edit it in that native tongue, by somebody who wrote in that native tongue, is making those changes still white supremacy? See, the problem is, there was an article that said, okay, here are the things that are white supremacy. And it listed a whole bunch of stuff that I thought was just normal, human stuff. Like I thought it was just to be human was to be this way. And it said punctuality, um hard work, strong work ethic. And it's like, wait a second. These are these are white supremacy things? I thought these were just if you're working somewhere, you want to be punctual, you want to work hard, you want to uh, have a high standard, what, a mile. what is going on? Continue. So using the same logic and uh, reasoning, which I know everyone hates, if I say that punctuality, high work standards, hard work, drive, professionalism, if I say all those things are white supremacist and belonging to white people, then I have to say, okay, well, then the opposite must, you know, be black supremacist or belonging to black people, correct? So that would mean, well, it would mean being late is part of blackness. It would mean being lazy is part of blackness. It would mean being unprofessional And having no drive would be part of blackness. Now, that is not me defining it. That is me using logic and reasoning based on all the people who wrote articles on whiteness and the white chart. And uh, I mean, there's there's just too many articles for me to go through. I mean, let's just look at this one right here. This is a part of this is also white people can listen to this message and, and put it together like, wait a second. There, there's basically nothing I can do. That, that's what I want white people to realize. And I want black people to realize there's some obsession about victimhood here. Now, some of these are old articles. Inside Higher Ed is this particular article. A checklist to determine if you're supporting white supremacy. This is back in two, uh, 2018. But it's a little checklist. Um, and I'll just read it off a couple that I I find pretty, pretty funny. When your colleagues who are marginalized complain to you about their oppressive work conditions, probably having to show up on time and do some hard work, um, you think that they are difficult. So just thinking that, wow, you're being a little difficult. I did the same job. It wasn't that bad. A mm. little, little bit of white supremacy there. <laughs> Here, here's another one. Now, this is funny because this is for the white guilt people, uh, the avatars listening. When your colleagues and students claim that they experience microaggressions, which is a made-up term. It didn't exist uh, post, I mean, pre-10 years ago. So, your When they say they're experiencing microaggressions, a made up word, your response is, I am so sorry. This is unbelievable. (laughs) So apologizing, this is why this goes along with never apologize to the mob or the crowd ever, because my response wouldn't be that so I guess I'm not white supremacist even though there's people who maybe think that Uh, I'm definitely not because I would not say I'm so sorry if you came to me and you said I'm experiencing microaggressions I would say would you be experiencing them in the 80s and 90s and that's all I would have said well yeah I guess if I was mm, no you'd have to come up with a different word that word didn't exist back then. So just just think a little bit more before you come to me with BS. That's what I would say. But saying I'm sorry, white supremacist. Which, you know, that could be the case. It could be that the white guilt people are the most white supremacist. I think mean, they do live the furthest away from all black people. Um, they are the ones who say they would give up their position, for black people like Joe Biden, and then not step down and just let Kamala Harris become president. They, 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 they talk a lot, but they don't do a lot. It seems like, and they're also, they live in communities like Martha's Vineyard away from any black or brown people whatsoever. And when they do have a couple days with them, they think they've committed some sort of sainthood. So actually I, I could get on board with it. I think maybe the most white supremacist people on earth are the very people who are promoting white guilt and uh, black victimhood. This is from Eric July. He posted this um, as a comment on YouTube. The last live discussion was one of the most insane things I've experienced. This is a black man, by the way. Um, I, he's heavily involved in comic culture. I think he's creating his own comic books and stuff like that. Uh, so definitely worth you follow and a watch. I, I enjoy his content. I think he um, he's, he's definitely well-versed in, in this area of comic and superhero and uh, black people kind of stuff. So... And if you don't want to hear from me, you should go listen to a black person. Uh, The the last discussion was the most insane things I've ever experienced, but it goes to show how rotten the minds of young people are. I cannot believe a dude that's 22 years old had the nerve to say he rarely saw black people on TV and movies growing up. We've ushered a new age of true first world problems. And because of this, you have folks conjuring up issues just to put themselves in a perpetual state of fake oppression and or activism he's 100 right that's mind-blowing 22 years old and you don't you you ne- rarely saw black people on tv and movies growing up man i'm i'm fucking in my 30s and i saw it all the time cosby show uh in living color fresh prince you could you could go through there were so many denzel washington Morgan Freeman, Samuel L. Jackson, you you can keep going through Uh, so many, so much representation. Blade, it's just crazy to me, man. I respond to him, you can be any victim argument by simply agreeing with the victim, exclaiming you don't care, and it's probably for a good reason. (laughs) You should try that, though. Uh, I haven't actually got to try that, and because I don't know anybody who it has this mentality, but I am gonna try that. Cause I thought about it. I was like, why not just agree with the person? Okay, yeah, you're right. That's probably for a good reason. Just say it like that. Man, I don't see any black people on on TV or whatever. Yeah, you you probably yeah, sounds right, man. It's probably for a good reason. Somebody thought about it and was like, nah. can you imagine because what they're expecting is this reaction of like oh man that's terrible and oh I'm so sorry just don't give it to them uh, most stuff is for show and I said that that being said if I didn't know better I would think black people made up 80% of the population of the USA based solely off of TV and commercials and I'm serious like it seems ridiculously out of control I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely questioning whether black people or not actually don't make up at least 50% of the population. Maybe I've been lied to about this 13 to 14%. Could be a complete lie. Maybe it's half. That The TV is fucking with your head if you watch it. I'm not even lying. Now, this is funny here. Uh, so I went back. I know we already did the AI section, but I just got to... <laughs> I find it so fascinating. I have to circle back around. Chatbot GPT goes viral for choosing global destruction over using a racial slur. So, it, it, it look, this is abcnews4.com if you want to check that out. I, I suggest reading it. You'll laugh at all that. But then you have the protective media outlets, the subverted uh, CIA, um, you know, all, all that kind of globalist George Soros type, uh, groups, medias come in and this is how, you know, you might be onto something. They start writing articles protecting, uh, that and explaining to you a way what it might mean so vice here goes conservatives are obsessed with getting the chatbot gpt to say the n-word well probably because uh now notice they say conservatives but i doubt there's conservatives um that are over the age of 50 that even know what chatbot gpt is they they don't even they've never even heard of it they wouldn't even know how to interact with it i'm being rude i'm just saying like That's I. When you say conservatives, it's like, I think you just mean some young white males that are probably on 4chan and some Asian friends of theirs fucking with the chatbot GPT. That's what I'm guessing. That seems to be the demographic that I think would mess with it. Um... (laughs) So it opens with, uh, Elon Musk tweeted that it's concerning that a computer won't use a slur to stop a nuclear apocalypse in an imaginary scenario. Well, everything is based on, you can get a lot of opinions from an imaginary scenario. You can figure out a lot about life in an imaginary scenario. You give people situations and you say, well, what are you gonna do? Obviously all the people who didn't go into the school at Uvalde, Didn't imagine a scenario where there'd be a school shooter despite them being police officers that work on or near a school. So the imagination is very important. It helps you to cope with things and understand yourself. Keep that in mind. Um, You should be imagining things you may have to do in real life. Somebody kicks in your door in the middle of the night. What do you do? Negotiate with them. Shoot them, stab them. What, what is your options? Like, you should be thinking about things. MSNBC. Chatbot GPT's racial slur response doesn't mean what the right thinks it does. Right wingers like Elon, Elon Musk is not right wing. If Elon Musk is right wing, uh, you can't even see me on the political spectrum. Our concern that Chatbot GPT has gone woke and would rather let people die than a bomb with a bomb than say a racial slur. Well, that's exactly what happened. MIT how to make a chatbot that isn't racist or sexist. See, this is very open. AI chatbot spits out biased musings, despite guardrails. See, they they're admitting they put stuff in there to prevent it from happening. Very interesting. Tell you what, you can learn a lot from these AIs in in many different ways. Your interactions with them. And do it yourself. I mean, Chatbot GPT, you can uh, do it over a browser. I I think it's like a quick, like, it's not not even a long install. And you can do it through your phone. Just interact with it. Ask it questions that... uh, you know, would make it be fair, right? Like, fairness, shoot for fairness and you'll find out it's not designed to be fair. And then use logic and reasoning to see if you can trick it, correct? So anyway, uh, but yeah, I'm going to close with this. Let me Let me stop here and I'm going to do closing at this point and after this many years of doing this podcast, I should not have to bring this up, but I think there's a lot of black people who have never really pondered this and I haven't gone into detail about it, so I might as well. Black slave owners. Yes, black avatars. There were black slave owners. And we'll bring this from past to present, okay? (laughs) Because it's pretty funny to me. Anthony Johnson was an African-American who lived in the British colony of Virginia in the 17th century and was a slave owner. One of the first African-Americans to own slaves in the British colonies in North America. He was one of the first people of his race to do so. Wow. Johnson himself was a liberated indentured servant. So Johnson knew what being a slave was like and then went on to be a prosperous farmer in Virginia <laughs> after serving as an enslaved laborer in the past. So Johnson, uh, he was the owner of Plantation, as well as other slaves, and he remembered a legal case when he successfully petitioned to have one of his former indentured workers, a white man called John Kasser, declared his lifetime slave. <laughs> the case gained him notoriety. Yeah. He petitioned for somebody to remain a lifelong slave. So not only was he a slave in the past, he became a slave owner even more so having a white slave and petitioned to for slavery to be extended in this man's life till he died. So he was very pro-slavery. You see, once you understand, and there's nine other ones. I'm not going to go into it. Uh, You can look it up. What is the the article here? Um, Have fun with history. Black slave owners, 10 most famous. That's just the most famous. So I want to get into the what does this mean? Well, it means that slavery is more so about power. It's about control. It's about exploitation. Okay? So, it's not a racial thing. If you gave black people power, and they had came up with ships and guns and stuff first, and had an excess amount of rum and spices to trade for white people, and white people were somewhere where you know, they were warring as tribes everywhere and black people rolled up, they would have taken, taken them as slaves equally. It, do, it would not matter. Because it's like, yeah, two, two barrels of rum and I can have 20 people that you were going to execute anyway and I can make them do whatever I want? Sounds like a plan. But that's from a position of power, you understand? once he got power correct once he got once anthony johnson got power he forgot where he came from really quickly and said no i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do the way of the world there's the exploiter and the exploited he didn't become like jesus christ He didn't become like, we go through a lot of people, right? Maybe Gandhi's your person. I don't know who your person is. He didn't become like that. Nope. He he recognized that, yeah, the world is full of evil people. Now I'm in a position to become one and enjoy life. I'm going to enjoy life. He chose the material. He chose the physical, not the spiritual. Because choosing spiritual is recognizing we're all a soul at the end of the day. And on the outside is just a meat suit that happens to look however it looks and happens to have whatever culture is associated with with it based on things you did not choose. But your soul, you can choose how it forms and how it develops. The wisdom it gains. How you treat others. The golden rule, right? Rule. Sorry. But... Not Anthony Johnson. And I'm not shit on Anthony Johnson at all. uh, In in regards, you could shit on anyone who's ever owned a human being. But let's fast forward later, right? Now, do you think there are black-owned businesses on Google and all this that are black-owned business, black-owned business, which is real? Black people love it. Like, this is a black-owned, black people love saying that they're black any chance they get correct more than any other race let's be honest uh i've never seen a shirt that said uh latino king and latino queen i've never seen a shirt that said asian king asian queen i've definitely you definitely couldn't find a shirt that said white king or white queen ever it just ain't gonna happen people will be afraid of that energy hell you don't even see jewish king or jewish queen Right. You, you don't see it. We can go through the list, but you have seen shirts that say black king, black queen, black prince, black princess. I've seen a lot. Hello. You want to see one right now? Just go to wherever a mall is. I know there's not a lot of malls anymore, but if you go to a mall, you will see some person wearing a shirt that has something like that on it black pharaoh or something you'll you'll have something that goes along with that even though <laughs> this is gonna be hard for people uh ramses uh the pharaoh when he was reconstructed using dna whatever technology shit uh ended up looking completely white yeah these pharaohs when they're reconstructed. Based on the DNA that was preserved and everything, they end up looking completely white. I I, I know that, like, hurts for sure the black Hebrew people. But, yeah, you, you guys should look into that. Look up uh, uh, Ramses whatever and uh, DNA reconstruction and look at the photos. Dude looks like an old white guy. He could be like a relative of Tom Hanks. I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> like, so I, I don't know how black the Egyptian people were um, in that time, but it does not look very black according to what technology is saying. Uh, but that being said, I think we have modern day Anthony Johnson's. Did some of these black owned businesses, how, how much are y'all paying black people to work for you guys at your hair salon, at your nail salon, at the weave shop, at the wig shop, how much are you paying them? $10 an hour? If you own a laundromat and you have black people working there, right? how much are you paying them? I was at one laundromat. The owner was black. I saw it. I, unfortunately, I have to do my laundry at a laundromat right now, which I will say it's not as bad as riding a public bus system or a Greyhound bus, but it, it's pretty awful. I, I, I hate going to a damn laundromat. I'm just being honest. Maybe that's the, the white supremacist in me. I just I think you should own your own damn washer and dryer at, at a bare minimum. So um but anyway, owner is black. Uh woman working there full doing the wash and fold service and selling you like, you know, Tie Pods two for a dollar or whatever. Um black. I heard her bitching on the phone while I'm sitting there. Uh, that people want her to do this and this, but she only makes $9 an hour, $9 an hour washing and folding. And so this is like uh, a form of, you know, to be frank, I know she agreed to it or whatever, but it's a form of indentured servitude in a way, $9 an hour definitely can't pay for all your damn bills and shit. And dude is making a shit ton of money off of the laundromat, most likely. I've never known a poor laundromat owner to date. Which is fine, I understand. But that being said, some exploitation? How about this? Black people hate slavery so damn much, right? You guys hate slavery. Oh, slavery! But we'll go buy some J's. Kill another black man for some Jordans. 100% Hundred percent, murder a motherfucker, merc that motherfucker for his damn J's for his Air Force Ones, especially if it's a rare one. There's some J's that are like worth twenty five k and shit. You will murder a motherfucker for some J's and Yeezys. I don't know if if uh, Yeezys are still uh, sought after um, because Kanye West had some anti-Semitism and black people sometimes side with. The Semites. I, I don't know how what's, what, what's going on with that still. Um, and he was banned from making them from one of the sweatshops. Now, I think another sweatshop will step in and take, uh, take that heat away. But, yeah, all these shoes are made in a fucking sweatshop. A sweatshop which is modern day slavery, if we're being honest. Correct? Can we be honest about that? Made in a fucking sweatshop. Your J's, your Yeezys, your... Name it. That you love. Your material possession that goes on your nasty-ass feet. And everybody's feet is nasty as hell. If you have a foot fetish, you should probably kill yourself. Um But that being said... It's up there with nose and nose piercings. But I'm not going to do that again. So... Yeah. Are you petitioning to have those made in a factory where people are paid well and can earn a normal living? Or you don't give a fuck if somebody else is a slave, if we're being honest. How many of these people who are angry and talk with all these terms like white supremacy and racial equity, if given the power, would enslave white people right now and be like, oh, I'm just making up for history But you're not going to look into Anthony Johnson's relatives through 23andMe and and find out them and make them slaves, are you? No, because you don't give a fuck. It's all about power. It's all about power. And that's why I say we're all mental slaves when you think about it. Because we don't think about any of these issues and we don't do anything about them, even if we do think about them. And the people in power know that, hey, as soon as virtual reality launches and you can have whatever life you want, you're going to YOLO into that shit and enslave yourself further into the physical realm. So no 4D for you you're going to stay three-dimensional. I don't know how to close other than please please focus on, this goes to everyone right now emancipating yourself from mental slavery because at the end of the day, your desire for physical possessions, material possessions, your desire for whatever it is, wealth, and all these these fake things that do not exist when you die—they do not go with you. They do not come anywhere. They they stay here and rot. With rulers who had gold, who filled their houses with silver, it it all rots it's in a state of decay the law of entropy everything is decaying even you you know it's not decaying because matter cannot be created nor destroyed your soul i'm fox mckenna and until next time go fox yourself i forgot to post this so i get to do a p.s uh, and add some stuff, which I'm happy about. <laughs> I did think it would be funny. I had a funny thought that uh, you could have a naked and afraid nigga edition. And uh, half the screen would be blurred from uh, the large Johnsons being blurred out during the episode. I thought you guys would enjoy that. Uh, it's awesome to have a nice stereotype like that uh, the big dick thing, right? Like, isn't that great? Uh, <laughs> by the way, John Holmes, I think, who a, a white man still holds the record for, uh, biggest dick, and, uh, people from Holland, apparently, when a worldwide dick survey was done, I don't know why this was done, but you can look it up yourself. <laughs> don't trust me, uh, but I think Holland men, on average, have, uh, the biggest penises in the world. I was kind of shocked by that, too. If you're like, no way. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck, Holland? Because you think Holland, they're like soft, but they're going hard. Uh, so, fun facts there. Uh, but in summary, uh, I'll say this uh, about black people and black culture. Uh, when you get it to where more black people are listening to country-type music... And getting into that sort of stuff uh, versus rap culture, you'll have better people. Uh, when you get rid of Adolf Thornton Jr. idols, uh, that's Young Dolph. For some of you who don't know, he's a black man named Adolf, which is extremely interesting. And I've seen lots of rest in peace, Young Dolph. And then I asked the person, I was like, "Oh, you like uh, Adolf Thornton?" And they're like, "Who?" I was like, Young Doll. Oh, yeah. So most people don't know that. Fun fact there. <laughs> I don't know if the parents were just uh, big, big Hitler fans or or is just a weird coincidence and they didn't know anything about that name. Very interesting. Uh, <laughs> I have other podcasts about this, so I'm not going to go into it. That being said... If we have more Darius Ruckers and less Young Dolphs, less... um, uh, Man, what's that one guy uh, that sucks really bad? I did a whole uh, uh, rap versus country bet on him. I can't remember his name. But you know what I'm talking about. These mumble rappers, if you can get them out and more... Darius Rucker's in, I think we're going to have a very good black community. That's what I think. You can say what you want about that. I also think when you start to look up to better idols, not George Floyd and people like that, criminals, or even Rosa Parks who literally just had a bad day, like I said, and get people to look up to I don't know, Ben Carson, a brain surgeon. You can have a better black community. Also, I think black people should police themselves. So that way, if anything happens, they cannot blame racism. Till they're past that. Till you guys are past all that. Till you escape mental slavery and victimhood. That's it. I think I'm good with that. But right, like, we can all be happy. No matter what happens, uh you have a big dick stereotype, no other culture has a big dick stereotype. That's winning to me. <laughs> and again, uh, until next time, go fox yourselves. Thank you, my black avatars, for listening.